Welcome to this week's episode of the NACF Podcast. It's a new month, September. And on this month, our series is to level up ministry. We all put here for work to do. You gotta ask yourself at some point in your life, am I doing the work? Will I finish the work? Well, listen up as Pastor Parson preaches about, I did. Coming up. He's given you gifts and talents and provision and time. Do not dare waste your time. How dare you waste time? You're procrastinating. You're hiding behind your insecurities. You're hiding behind your kids. You're hiding behind being busy. You're hiding behind your attitude. You're hiding behind other people. Stop wasting time. Finish your work. get started with today's episode, we'd just like to give you the opportunity to partner with us. we like to continue to spread the word of God through these podcasts, through our YouTube videos, even through our Facebook live streams. You can partner with us and sow a seed into this ministry. You can do it by Cash App, that's dollar sign New A, Aliante, two A's. You can also do it by text. You can text New Antioch to 77977, or you can visit one of our websites for Central Campus, that's newantioch.org, or Aliante Campus, newantioch-aliante.org, and hit the donate button. You can click the tab and we'll be taken safely and securely to where you can donate, and so we'll see. So we look forward to you partnering with us and help us to continue to spread the word of God. Now on to our episode. today. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it going. We're going to John the ninth chapter and the fourth verse. We're going to read that in the King James version of the scriptures. And then we're going to go to John 19, 28 through 30. And that's in the new international version of the scriptures. Amen. It's our custom here to stand in reverence to the reading of the word of God. John chapter 9, verse 4. Let's read together. I must work the works of him that sent me while it is day. The night cometh when no man can work. John chapter 19. Later, knowing that everything had now been finished and so that the scripture would be fulfilled, Jesus said, I am thirsty. A jar of wine vinegar was there. So they soaked a sponge in it, put the sponge on a stalk of a hyssop plant, and lifted it to Jesus' lips. When he had received the drink, Jesus said, it is finished. With that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. 
Our topic this afternoon is I did the work. I did the work. You may have your seats. And again, welcome to our communion celebration. It's been wonderful all day long. And today is a day that we celebrate the sacrifice of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Communion means that we enter into a oneness with Jesus. Uh, communion means uh, with union. Communion means with union. In other words, when he died for our sins, we died to our sins. When he rose to new life, we received eternal life. His broken body healed our bodies. His blood that stained his skin and stained his garments and stained the cross and stained the ground. That stain for his blood, it stained him, but it cleansed us and removed the stain of guilt and shame. And as often as we eat of his body, which is symbolized by the bread, and drink of the cup of his blood, which is symbolized by the fruit of the vine, the Bible says we do show forth his death until he's coming back for us. They told you today he's coming back again. For who? For me. So what communion actually says then is that Jesus did the work. You have all of this, salvation, freedom, healing, wholeness, provision, blessing, favor, forgiveness of your sins, power, authority, eternal life. She said, you have all that because I did the work. So it's fitting that the communion celebration starts off our new series on ministry. So this, this month, we're leveling up ministry, level up ministry. That's our new series for this month. But God told me, let me give you guys the whole picture again. Here's the whole picture. Our vision at New Antioch is to expand the kingdom through campuses that serve the community. Each one of our campuses are, are to have a worship center and an Antioch Community Services Center. Our mission in these communities is to lead people to Christ, to change, and to purpose. And we do all of this in a culture of kindness we love, of leadership we lead, of prayer we pray, and of giving here at New Antioch we give. So each of these campuses, each campus is people-focused and purpose-driven. The people are the community, the crowd, the congregation, the committed, and the core. And then the purposes, which are purposes for each of us, but the purposes of any effective church are worship, evangelism, fellowship, discipleship, and ministry. And this is the way it works. We go into the community for the purpose of evangelism, to bring in a crowd that comes together for the purpose of worship. Of those who worship, they come together and become a congregation, which co comes a congregation gets together for the purpose of fellowship. Yeah. 
of those who fellowship, you'll get a committed group that will come together for the purpose of discipleship to become more like Jesus Christ. Of all of those that come here and get committed and become more like Jesus Christ, we'll pull a core group of people who come together to do ministry back out to that community to bring in another crowd that will come in for worship. And to build, continue to build our congregation to come together for fellowship, to become a family. And of those who fellowship, you'll get a committed group that will become disciples. And of those disciples, you will get a core group that comes together to do ministry. Right back out to that community. So this year, we have leveled up our cultures we love, we lead, we pray, we give. So far, we have done love and prayer and giving. And we'll get to the next, we, our leadership. And we've leveled up our purposes. So far, we've done evangelism, worship, discipleship. And this month, we get to ministry. And when we get to December, it's all about worship. We're excited about that one. So ministry, this month is ministry. Ministry is defined at New Antioch as meeting the needs of other people. That's all ministry is. Meeting the needs of other people. Those needs might be physical, like food, shelter, clothing, or physical like healing. Or some people just need some help. And then those needs might be emotional like love or acceptance. Or somebody just need a second chance. Those needs might be financial. Somebody needs a job, needs help with rent, needs a daycare. Some of the help is psychological. People need help with addiction, with depression, with anxiety, help with parenting, help with marriage. Ministry is simply meeting the needs of other people. And you know, everybody has some spiritual needs. The forgiveness of sins, a change of heart and mind, a direction and a purpose. And everybody needs Jesus. Everyone needs Jesus. Look at somebody. Tell them you need Jesus. You, you, you need Jesus. Baby, you need Jesus. You just need Jesus. But tell the truth. I need Jesus. So you need to say to yourself, I need just a little more Jesus. I, I, I need a little more Jesus to help me along the way. I need Jesus. So when you help people to meet Jesus, to change their lives, and to find their purpose, you are doing ministry. When you do any of those things, feed the hungry, give water to the thirsty, visit the prison, welcome a stranger, share the gospel, show somebody some love, some love, you are doing ministry. You are doing the work. So as we celebrate Jesus today, I want you to know that he is a minister. Oh, yes, yeah, that, that was good to me, too. Jesus is a minister. He meets the needs of people. He said himself, I did not come to be served, but I came here to serve. See, ministry and service is the same thing. To minister is to serve. And Jesus came to be our minister. And we celebrate that one of the aspects of his ministry today, and that's the ministry of the cross. The cross met the needs of people. 
all the people of the world. We had sold ourselves into the hands of the devil. In other words, we fell for the okie doke. We, we, we fell for the okie doke. Somebody fell for it last night. The lust of the eyes. The lust of the flesh. The pride of life. You see, we have been given this world to have dominion and to replenish it, to fill it to capacity. We were blessed to be fruitful and to multiply. And our greatest purpose was simply to walk with God and to be in relationship with him. But now, as far as we can tell from the scripture, it appears that we got the job the devil lost with his own pride of life. So he hates us and he began to work against us. And when we fell into his schemes, when we fell for the okie doke, when we fell into sin, we fell into sin and sin has its own consequences. People say that God did that to you. No, sin has its own consequences. We were no longer innocent. We were no longer pure. We were no longer protected. We opened ourselves up to the works of the enemy. So we were self-destructing. We were hurting each other. We were killing each other. We were lying and cheating. We were destroying and hating and oppressing. We were proud and rash and vengeful and cruel. We were committing some degrading acts. We were doing some nasty stuff we were we were lewd and we were increasingly evil and something had to be done to destroy the works of the enemy God was so angry yet God was so adamant about bringing us back to himself that he sent prophets and he sent judges and he sent judgments he sent captivity he sent correction he was pleading for us to just do right but all along he had a plan because he knew we were never going to do it by ourselves. So he came down here himself. God in flesh and blood. God with us. Emmanuel. Jesus, the son of God. And so 1 John chapter 3, verse 8 says, The reason the son of God appeared was to destroy the works of the devil. I like this scripture. The reason he showed up was to destroy the works of the devil. So Jesus' work was to destroy the devil's work. He came down here to work it. He came down here to work. He said, I must work the works of him who sent me. And he wants us to know today that I did the work. While I was here, I destroyed the devil's work. On the cross, I destroyed the devil's work. What is the devil's work? If you're struggling with sin today, that stuff that you're doing wrong, you ain't had no business doing. That's the devil's work. If you're anxious and you're fearful, that's the devil's work. If you have any form of addiction, crack or cookies, drugs or drama, sex or cigarettes, Pornography appeals, marijuana products or Marie Calendar pies, opioids or girls and boys. That's the devil's work. If you're depressed to the point that you don't want to live, if you're spending to the point that you don't want to save, if you're arguing to the point that you don't want to be married, 
if you're working and running to the point that you don't have time for love or family or prayer or God, that's the devil's work. And Jesus came to this earth to destroy the devil's work. That was the ministry of the cross. But, but first, Jesus went about doing good. Cleaning up the mess that the devil had made in the lives of people. Then he went to the cross to break the power of the enemy once and for all. The ministry of the cross says that you now can cast the devil out. Resist him and he'll flee from you. Don't give him any place in your life and you can be free from his control. It's the ministry of the cross says there is love. There is joy and purpose and contentment. If you would just come to Jesus, his yoke is easy and his burden is light. And even in your worst days, there is an inner peace and an undying hope and joy unspeakable. Do I have a witness? Even on your worst days, there's this inner peace. There's this hope. There's this joy because Jesus did the work he destroyed the work of the devil and the only reason that you're still operating in the devil's work is because you haven't made the decision to come out you haven't made the decision to come out let me tell y'all something the hold that the devil has on you is not real The hold, I would say that to the camera, the hold that the devil has on you is not real. It's in your head. It's imaginary. You are really free. Because Jesus said, it is finished. I did the work. And when I finished my work on the cross, all power in heaven and earth was given to me. I made a spectacle of the devil on the cross. I won freedom for the whole world. And all they got to do is believe it and confess it and come up here and get it. I did the work. But you might say, well, it's not just the enemy. It's me. It's the enemy in me. I did this. I chose this. I messed up. I, I don't deserve to be happy. I don't deserve to be free. I don't deserve to be at peace. I deserve just what I got. I'm broke because I did this. I'm in this bad relationship because I wouldn't take my way out. I'm addicted because I kept going back. I feel like this because of my own behavior. And it's not just the things I chose to do. It's the things I don't do. It's the things I won't do. It's like the Bible said, God's hand is not shortened where he cannot say it. His ear isn't heavy where he cannot hear. It's my sin. That separated me from God. Somebody have to say this morning. Yes the devil came after me. But the truth is. I went looking for him. Yeah the devil came after me with his work. But if I'm honest with myself. If I got five honest people in here. Sometimes I went looking for him.
But thank God there's another ministry of the cross. One is to destroy the works of the devil. The other is to pay for our sins and then cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We are cleansed by the blood of Jesus. That means that everything that was on our record, everything we ever did wrong and everything we'll ever do wrong has been erased. See, the blood to sin is like bleach to a stain. First it covers it, then it makes it disappear. And then a court of law, you can't be convicted of a crime if there is no evidence. So we are cleansed by the blood of Jesus. So we're justified, made right by the blood of Jesus. You were guilty. You did do it. You were guilty. You did it. You ate it. You bought it. You touched it. You hit it. Yes, you did. You went and got it. You called on the phone for it. You tweeted for it. Yeah, yeah, you did it. You were guilty, but now you've been made right. And since you're righteous now, you might as well go ahead and live right. We're cleansed by the blood. We're justified by the blood. And we're redeemed by the blood. Redemption is transactional. You were guilty of sin, of wrongdoing, of choosing what was wrong, so you got fined. You got a sentence. Your fine was death. It cost you your life. You see, mankind was created to live eternally. So when we walked away from God, the penalty was death. You know, all the other stuff that you're going through is just you dying. That's all that is. All that trouble all that tripping, all those issues, it's just you dying. I could preach that for a while. That's just you dying. The penalty was death. But someone had to pay that penalty for you or you was going to have to pay it yourself. I couldn't pay it for you. I was on death row too. I needed somebody to pay it for me. Your mama couldn't do it. She was on death row too. Your daddy couldn't do it. He in the cell next to your mama. Abraham couldn't do it. He lied on his wife. Jacob couldn't do it. He was a liar and a cheat. David couldn't do it. He stole a man's wife. Solomon couldn't do it. He was a player that got caught in his own game. Elijah couldn't do it. He was he punked out under a tree running from a woman. Uh, cussing Peter couldn't do it. Persecuting Paul couldn't do it. Fire-breathing John couldn't do it. Every human being, even those who really love God, they managed to be born in sin like everybody else. We needed a perfect sacrifice. We needed an innocent being. If they could just find one, the sinless blood of that individual would be so rare and valuable. It could pay for the sins of the entire world a hundred billion times over. And Jesus Christ was that man with innocent blood who was able to pay the sentence for the sins of the whole world. So the ministry of the cross is forgiveness of all your sins, buying your life back, paying off your sentence, and washing you clean again. So in our text today, after he has worked the work of him who sent him, destroying the works of the enemy, healing and feeding and preaching 
and saving and casting out devils. He went to the cross to finish the work. When Jesus hung on that cross, he began to look back on his assignment. He made sure that he had finished his work before he clocked out. You know, you got to finish your work before you clock out. And as he looked back over his life, he was able to literally cross out every line of prophecy that made about him. He crossed it. <laughs> every scripture that was written about him and what he was supposed to do he crossed it out virgin birth they'll call my son out of Egypt called the Nazarene born in Bethlehem the root of David the seed of Abraham the line of the tribe of Judah. He'll ride in Jerusalem on a donkey. On the cross, he'll say, Eli, Eli, crucifixion. Wounded for transgression. Bruised for iniquity. Chastisement. He crossed it out. He crossed out. Every requirement of the law, he crossed out. Every charge that was made against us, he crossed it out. Down through 42 generations, he crossed it out. When he realized that he had done the work, he said, it is finished. He, I finished my work, and I finished it. While it was dead, for, for this cause I was born. I healed the sick, I raised the dead. 5,000 hungry souls I fed. I preached the gospel to the poor. I bound up the brokenhearted. I preached liberty to the captives. I showed them the love of the Father. I taught them how to pray. I laid the foundation of the church. I lived a perfect life. I resisted the devil and I brought him to an open shame. I cast out devils. I proclaimed the Lord's favor. It is finished. I finished my work. I destroyed the works of the enemy. I washed away the sins of the people. The world has been forgiven. All they got to do now is believe. Yeah. And I'll come in and I'll live with them and then I'll come back and get them to come live with me. I finished my work. Yeah. And as we celebrate that by taking communion, yeah, celebrate that. Somebody say, celebrate that. Our sins have been forgiven. Celebrate that. Our slate has been made clean. Celebrate that. We are free. We are healed. And we are saved. Celeb somebody celebrate that. We are going to heaven instead of going to hell. Celebrate that. But before we get to the celebration, we are here this month. To level up ministry. Let me see if y'all leveling up New Antioch. New A! New A! New A! I feel like I'm leveling Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. We're here this month to level up ministry. To better meet the needs of other people. 
Jesus finished his work. Will you finish your work? Will you finish your work? Will you meet the needs of other people? I must work the works of him who sent me. Matter of fact, I want you to close your eyes and tell yourself that I must work the work of him that sent me. I must work the work of him that sent me. You know, Jesus' hurt turned into healing for you. So your hurt becomes healing for someone else. Don't waste that pain. Don't waste that pain. Don't waste that pain. Pastor Jordan, you went through something that challenged your son. Don't waste that pain. Now God has given you the ministry to help mothers who are challenged with their children. Because you decided, I ain't going to waste that pain. I was one who grew up with suicidal depression most of my life. And now, as a psychologist, I specialize in depression. Because I decided, I ain't going to waste that pain. There's some mother who has had to raise her kids by herself. And there's a single mother in here that you're supposed to be helping. Or you've decided, I'm going to help some other mother do what I did. I've decided I'm not going to waste that pain. Don't waste that pain. Finish your work. Jesus' life gave life to you. So the things that you've been through in life can give life to other people. Don't waste your life. Finish your work. Jesus took what he had and gave it to meet your needs. Will you give what you have to meet the needs of other people? Don't waste your money. Don't waste your gifts. Don't waste your talents. Don't waste your time. God has given you time. He's given you gifts and talents and provision and time. Do not dare waste your time. How dare you waste time? You're procrastinating. You're hiding behind your insecurities. You're hiding behind your kids. You're hiding behind being busy. You're hiding behind your attitude. You're hiding behind other people. Stop wasting time. Finish your work. Stop tripping and finish your work. Stop playing. Some of y'all, you, you, all you did when you got saved is you changed your play things, but you're still playing. Just want to have fun. Ain't nothing wrong with wanting to have fun. 
But when are you going to get serious for a minute at least? And stop playing long enough to finish your work. Yeah, whoop your kids because they playing instead of doing their work. But, but what are you doing? What are you waiting on? Quit hiding behind your arthritis. <laughs> hiding behind fatigue and tiredness. Finish your work. Tell somebody, finish your work. So today, I'm going to let these pastors preach to y'all the rest of the month about ministry. Finish your work. Jesus said, I did the work. Will you be able to stand? Whew. That's all I want to do with this last season of my life. I want to be able to stand before God and say, I finished my work. Finish your work. Some of you got to start. You need to. Sign up. You need to accept Jesus Christ. I just preached to you the good news of the gospel. All you got to do is believe it and receive it. And Jesus will come into your life and get you started on this journey. You need to do that. So whether you're listening live stream or whether you are here in the audience, all you got to do is believe this thing in your heart. I'm going to give you the words, but I can't give you the heart. And if you got the heart, if you believe in Jesus in your heart, you may not even know why you believe, but if you believe that story I told you today, those facts that I laid down for you today, say these words with me. Say, Lord Jesus, I believe in you. Forgive me for everything I've done wrong. Come into my heart. And save me. And I'll live for you the rest of my life. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. In Jesus' name, amen. If you believe that in your heart, we believe that you are born again. And you are on your road to get into this relationship with Jesus Christ and get your work done. You are here on purpose and for a purpose, and you are perfect for your purpose. Come on, work with us. You need a pastor. You need a church. You need a family. We would love to be that family for you. If you're listening by live stream and you said that prayer today, just put it in the comments right now. Or you can go to newantioch-aliante.org. Go to the connect button and connect with us. There's a book that I would love for you to have that will help you on this journey. And if you're here in the audience and you prayed that prayer today, and either for the first time or you did a rededication because you know you said that prayer before, and, and, but, but you needed to say it again, um, and you're rededicating yourself today, just raise your hand where you are. Anybody prayed that prayer today for the first time? Or, amen, 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 right here. Amen, amen, sweetheart. And let me look over here. Amen, I'm excited. God bless you. Or anybody rededicated or prayed for the first time? Let me make sure we don't miss anybody. There's a book they're going to give you. They're going to come talk to you. And this, this young lady, too, and one of the youth ministers can do that. I, how old are you, sweetheart? The baby. <laughs> You raised your hand. 
six. I was eight years old when I said that prayer. And I've been saved ever since. So I believe in the salvation of children. I would never ask you your age. <laughs> God bless you. And so they're going to connect with you. Amen. Um, and any of you, we would love, if you need a church home, we would love to have you here. But wherever God settles you, amen. Take a look at that book and make sure, uh, you all make sure that you get her information correct. Amen. God bless you. Aren't we excited about that? What a great day. What a great day. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, we ask you to seal the word that they've heard today. We ask you to seal every salvation that came across today in the name of Jesus. God, don't let this be a life-changing day, not only for those who've accepted you, God, but for those who have heard the word and need to finish their work. We come against everything that has been a hindrance to every ministry that's sitting in this room right now. God, we repent of our procrastination. We repent of our excuses. We repent, God, of the things that we've been hiding behind and we say yes to your will we say yes to what you've called us God we decided we are not going to waste this pain we're not going to waste this life we're not going to waste this time we want to finish our work so seal it in the name of Jesus and we thank you in advance in Jesus name amen let's celebrate by taking this communion you all hang with us and I got one more thing for you before our service is over after we take communion so hang around amen let's prepare for our communion celebration at this time
What a wonderful communion celebration. Thank you, staff. Well, you all know I always have a birthday song. I tell you, it's my birthday. I can sing if I want to. And so the praise team, they'll come back up on stage with me. Um, this song is the sentiments of my heart for this season. God always gives me a song for every season. Um, this song simply says, bless me. Bless me, bless me, bless me, God, indeed. Death has been defeated. He is our victory. Bless me, bless me, but God, not just for me, but so everyone around me can have everything they need. I told him this is a pastor song. It says, let all these folks that's with me, new air, y'all with me? New air, and I tell y'all with me? And so God bless me so that everyone that's with me, all these folks that's with me, can have everything they need. Then the song says, favor. I want y'all to pray that for me this month. Favor, favor, let it fall on me till I'm the conversation of all my enemies. Favor, favor, but God, not just for me. It's so that everyone around me can have everything they need. Let all these folks, God, that's with me have everything they need. Now, y'all know I'm a bit of a poet. So I wrote my own verses. So when we get to the end, I want you guys to declare for me that we've got everything we need. I just told you what our big vision is. We have a big vision. We have the three churches established and we're, we have the three campuses. We got one more campus to establish, but we got a big vision. And God keeps telling us every what we need for this vision is in the house. So usually sometimes when I listen to this song, it makes me cry because God, I, I need to see the provision that you made for this big old vision. So this song says, we got everything we need. And I need that new Antioch Eliante to declare to the heavens when we get to that part, we got everything we need. Yeah. And then you say that three times and then it says, my God has everything we need. Yep. And I need y'all to declare that with me. And so I wrote some verses. I got a verse for ACS. I got a verse for Central Campus. I got a verse for Aliante. Uh -huh. I got a verse for Sunrise. Uh -huh. I got a verse that, that for all the folks that's up in here. And so y'all gonna give me, give me a little bit on the mic so y'all can hear my verses when we get to that point. Y'all just keep singing and, and, and you know, go do your upside down. Y'all got it. All right, we ready? Come on, band. Bounce with me, y'all. Bless me, bless me, God, not just for me, 
But so everyone around me can have everything they need. Let all these folks that's with me, God, have everything they need. Favor, favor, let it fall on me. Tell I'm the compensation of all my enemies. Favor, favor, not, not just for me. But so everyone around me can have everything they need. Let all these folks that's with me, God, have everything they need. Favor, favor, let it fall on me Till I'm the conversation of all my enemies Favor, favor, God, not just for me But so everyone around me can have everything they need Let all these folks that's with me, God, have everything they need Bless me! Bless me, bless me, bless me, God Death has been defeated, he is our victory Bless me, bless me, God, not just for me, but so everyone around me can have everything they need. Let all these folks just with me, God, have everything they need. Let all these folks just with me, God, have everything they need. Let all these folks just with me, God, have everything they need. Hey! 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 Come here, declare with me!
that's our service for today. <laughs> At this time, I'm going to ask our co-pastor to come. Um, I am tired, so I, it is. I'm tired from saying it, yeah, but I'm tired otherwise. And it is time for me to rest. Um, I'll be going in a time of fasting and prayer as well. Uh, and God tells me this time of year what he's going to do for us next year uh, and the direction that we're going. Uh, so I'll spend some time in fasting and prayer and get some rest. Uh, for a few weeks, I'm not going to be gone that long. So a couple of weeks. So in the next couple of weeks, unless someone is dead or dying, y'all let me rest, okay? Now, they told me to call them. They, this morning, they say, call them first if somebody even is dead or dying. But y'all call me. <laughs> but anyway, in other words, unless it's an emergency, uh, if you guys can give me a few weeks rest, um, I, I'm come, I will come back and hit this day. Because I'm determined in this season of my life to finish this work. Amen. Amen. So at this time... Uh, for the, it's going to be the whole staff, actually. Pastor Sharonda has a, her birthday coming up as well. But our pastoral staff, uh, but as a symbol, I'm going to turn the church over to them right now. <clears throat> God bless you. I'll see you all in a couple of weeks. Please support this pastoral staff. Amen. And we got everything we need. We're going to finish this work. Amen, Eliante. Amen. God bless you, Pastor Amen, Shemar. amen, amen. Y'all, let's give our pastor a great big. Let's love on her. I was going to ask them one more time. I see the drummer getting ready to go, but I want us to tell our pastor that she is everything we need. Dr. Parson, in you... We got everything we need. I saw a party. I saw a party corner over here. And I saw a party corner over there. Y'all middle folk, they was out doing y'all, so I need to see it one more time as we love on our pastor. Let me see where the party people at, because this, this, this corner was partying. And then I saw the party people in the back. But I was waiting for this section right here to start partying. Praise team, help us tell our pastor that we got everything we need in our pastor. Help us, band. We just gonna love on your pastor. We got everything we need in our pastor. We got everything we need. 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 We got Parson, for those of you who are visiting for the first time, this is the ultimate pastor. If you're trying to make a choice and looking for a church and looking for a ministry, I'm telling you what, there is no other gift 
greater than our pastor. We're not just saying that. She gives everything that she has. This is the only time of year where she takes a couple of weeks to go rest because she's giving and pouring and giving and teaching and giving and caring. And so we love on our pastor. And so it is this time of, uh, of year that we're able to give her a little extra love. Y'all, she don't even ask for anything. This is the only time that we celebrate our pastor. And so uh, Jaden, uh, Jaden, as pastor's making her way out, will you come up here? Pastor, we got a little love for you. This is from the church. She trying to make her way out, but we gonna make sure. This is from the Aliante campus, pastor. Just some love token. Oh, wait a minute, Jaden. And then we got some more love. This is from Antioch Community Services. We get to love on our pastor. She is a gift. Pastor, you are a gift to us. If y'all want to love on pastor some extra, just put something in her hand. Uh, send something to her cash app. And she uh, let, her, let her look at her cash app and be surprised. Tiffany, what is, what is a pastor's cash app? Oh, dollar sign Naida Parson. N-A-I-D-A-P-A-R-S-O-N. Y'all love on our pastor for all, for all that she does. Amen. 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 Before y'all get out of here, we got some cupcakes for, uh, for pastor's birthday. So grab a cupcake on your way out. It's out in the foyer. Um, whoever's serving cupcakes, put pastor one aside. We had cupcakes for Pastor yesterday. She messed around and even get a piece of her own birthday cake. And so we're going to make sure that she gets a cupcake on today. Do be reminded that it is prayer week. It is prayer week, y'all. This is a house of prayer. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, we enter into prayer week as the whole house of Antioch. Tuesday, we are here at the Aliante campus. Wednesday and Thursday, we are at our central campus, which is at 610 Bell Rose. And so make your way. Come in the house and be with us. We are fasting. We fast for Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. We're fasting the Daniels fast. Oh, absolutely. And so don't allow us to... Um, Forget that. Y'all join in with us. Uh, oh, here come my friend. We, we're not going to forget about our friend. And so it's prayer week. Grab a cupcake. And now we got something special to do. We got something special to do. Amen. This young man has worked so faithfully at our church. He is getting ready to go to college. Amen. So we have to, y'all know I got to stop and send this young man. All right. Just faithful, raised up here. His family, his, his village. I know they run deep. This family run deep. They aren't playing. Amen. And we want God to bless him with everything, everything that I ask for. Bless me, favor, all of that. Let's pray uh, for Brother Raynard tonight, today. Father, in the name of Jesus. God, as we send him to the next season of his life, bless him. Bless him indeed. Enlarge his territory. Let your hand be with him. Keep him from evil. Keep evil from him. Give him favor with the deans. Give him favor with the professors. Give him favor with those that are in the dorms or wherever he's living. Give him favor, God. Favor in that city. God, we serve notice to the enemy right now 
that there is a fence around him, that there is a hedge around him. God, keep every unclean relationship away from him. God, if they don't mean him no good, send them the other way. In the name of Jesus, don't let him step outside of your will. God, let him understand math and science and English and what and computers like he never has before. Put him in a good church. Give him a good pastor. Put good friends around him. In the mighty name of Jesus, we bless his relationships. We bless his study. We bless his finance. God, make a way out of no way. Every class paid for. Every expense paid for. Flow in the name of Jesus because he's been faithful, because he served you, because he served this church, because he served in the community. Bless him, God. Protect him. Strengthen him. God, I pray for his mental health. He'll be solid. He'll have peace. He'll have joy. No doubts, no torment, no depression and anxiety. Protect his mind his heart and his emotions I speak success success let him stay saved stay serving you in the name of Jesus and we thank you and send him off now in Jesus name amen and amen yes let's stay right here for one moment uh pastors and uh, minister Marias our a director of safety who have served. He stepped in when we couldn't have anybody else. And he said, you know what? I'll do it. We, we're not talking about leadership yet, but this is a leader in the house. Young man who stood up and said, I will take the lead. He leads people twice his age, triple his age. He has led this department. He's not going far, but he is going to go over to our uh, Sunrise campus. But we want to tell you, we thank you. You help us feel safe. You made sure that we were good. You stepped up and we say thank you. When everybody was stepping out, you stepped in. And we appreciate that. So we just want to pray for you as you go on into your, your next space and your next position. And so, Father God, we said thank you. Thank you for his life, God. Thank you for his servanthood. Thank you, oh God, for his leadership. God, we pray blessing over his life. God, as you elevate him, as you, oh God, go with him, God, would you continue to pour out your anointing upon his life. Thank you for building him up to be the minister, the man of God that you have called him to be. And God, would you bless him real good for covering the house. Bless him real good for taking care of your people. Bless him real good for saying, I will lead God. Pour out on his life, be in everything, God. Bless his finances and his relationships, God. Pour out upon him as he comes and as he goes. Order his steps, God. In the name of Jesus, your peace be his, God. Teach him, Holy Spirit. Teach him who you want him to be and become, God, as he goes with you. And so we said thank you now in advance, God, that you are everything that he needs. And we thank you now, God. It is in Jesus' name that we pray. Steady his feet, God. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen, amen, amen. 
All right, I do believe that that is all for this Sunday. We are going into prayer week. Grab a cupcake on your way out. Let us all stand together as we pray out. I feel the anointing on. Those are two brothers, by the way. And I feel the presence of God in their lives. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father God, we say thank you for today. We say thank you for the word, Jesus. We remember. We remember your sacrifice. We do this in remembrance of you. And so we bless you, Jesus. We remember. God, we say thank you for our pastor, God. As she goes off for a time of rest, would you rest upon her? Would you enlighten her? Speak to her, God. In the name of Jesus, make these, oh God, this time away sweet. Let it be of you. Let it be a ease, God. In the name of Jesus, God and for all of us in this place let us remember the ministry that you sent us to do let us declare God that we are finishing our work and so we bless your name God it is in Jesus holy name that we pray amen and thank you Lord y'all grab a cupcake don't leave us with those cupcakes <laughs> and thank you to all of our visitors thank you for being here on this Sunday thank you Thank you for tuning in today. We hope this message really reached you. If you'd like to know more about our campuses, you can visit our central campus at newantioch.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dot org. Or for our Aliante campus, you can visit us at newantioch-aliante.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dash A-L-I-A-N-T-E like to sow a seed into this ministry you can do so by texting new antioch to 77977 for aliante campus or for central campus it's new antioch central at 77977